now broadcasting from Suitland, Maryland, USA, Abiding Truth with Dr. McCune, an outreach of Suitland Road Baptist Church. Please visit us at www.srbcoutreach.org. And now, here's our pastor, Dr. Calvin M. McCune. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. It is such a blessing. Thank you, Brother Clover, for that song. Indeed, our God is awesome. He is revealing himself, and he's revealing himself through the blessings, those blessings that he provides in our lives, to keep going, to keep serving him. Yes. He takes us through those storms, doesn't he? And he tears down strongholds. Thank you, Jesus. He can get up up the mountains with us. Thank you, Jesus. We bless his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 God places message this week and it will continue into next week so this is part one entitled the holy spirit from incarnation to ascension the glorious work of the holy spirit as we go through this i particularly i want you to focus on the Holy Spirit and the blessing he provides for everyone. That blessing that came through our Lord Christ Jesus. I want you to, and I would be reminding you as we go through this, especially in First John, you don't have to look there yet. I just want to code this so that we can come back to it later on. First John <clears throat> chapter 2 and verse 2 says, And he himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. Let's go to Genesis. Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. And before we pray, I'm going to read this scripture, Genesis chapter 12. And the Lord, Yahweh that is, has said to Abram, get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. And make your name great. 
and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Lots of sound doctrine and theology in here, saints. But for today and next week, we will, our focus is on all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Abraham's call was not just about Abraham. It was God. One day Messiah will come through the seed of Abraham. As the scripture says, a promise was made not to seeds as of many, but to the seed who is Christ. Because God's desire is to bless everyone on the earth. And that blessing came through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that when he died on the cross, he shed his blood for everyone. But people have to hear that message. And when the spirit moves in their heart, they have to choose to accept Jesus as their Savior. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you. Holy Spirit, please bless us and give us understanding from your word, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Holy Spirit. We read about in the book of Luke, chapter 1. At the very incarnation, God coming in this world, God stepping into humanity in the person of Jesus Christ. Why? Because in this covenant, God says all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And in Luke chapter 1 and verses 35, we read the Holy Spirit. He is going to come upon Mary. It says, And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called Son of God. And that's how the blessing of God came and is now available to everyone. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believe in Him would not perish, but have eternal life. This work of the Holy Spirit in Mary never happened before. It never happened before. And it will never happen again. At that point, the human race was about to be blessed By one who is both God 
and man. God and our form, man. The second Adam came about by the Holy Spirit. In this sense, Christ is uniquely set apart in his sinless nature as the Son of God. That's why he is referred to as the Son of God. Because he has a sinless nature. He was formed in her womb. And only the Holy Spirit can do that. Man was not involved. God stepped into humanity for the benefit of everyone. But people have to hear that gospel message. How are they going to believe in Jesus and him in whom they have not heard? And how are they going to hear if we do not tell them? That's why we went out yesterday. That's why we keep going out. That's why we go door to door and out in the streets and in the malls. And that's why we go to other countries. To take that simple message, God's message, God's gospel, Jesus' gospel. Because people need to be born again before they die. Everyone deserves to hear that message. And we have this relationship with Christ. And therefore, what a blessing. We are obligated. But listen, beyond that obligation, there is no way that I personally would say, God, thank you for, sa for saving me. And not live to tell others that Jesus loves them. That God stepped into humanity by the work of the Holy Spirit. The incarnation. Without sin. God and man. Only possible through the Holy Spirit. And this is impossible for us to comprehend. This is why Luke writes, For with God nothing shall be impossible. Amen. It is impossible for us to even understand it. And our Lord Jesus, at the age of 30, John did not know that he, at that time, that he is Messiah. John did not know this. John the Baptist. John the Baptizer. The Holy Spirit himself. He is going to descend from heaven like a dove. And this is going to be the identification to John that Jesus 
is the Son of God. Jesus did not become the Son of God when that happened. Jesus became the Son of God when the Holy Spirit formed him in Mary's womb, the incarnation. In John chapter 1, verses 32 to 34, And John bore witness, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained on him. I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, Upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. Jesus told us that we will be baptized with the Spirit. The Spirit will come. In the book of Acts chapter 1, he says, Stay, stay in the upper room. The promise of the Father will come. And that is exactly what happened. Scripture says when someone put their faith in Jesus, at that moment that we believe in Jesus, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. John did not know that Jesus was the Messiah. The Holy Spirit is the only possible person that can identify the Messiah. Man couldn't. Peter himself testified, thou art the Christ. And Jesus made it clear, Peter, flesh and blood could not teach you that. Only the Holy Spirit. God gave John a sign. What is this sign? The descending of the Holy Spirit like a dove. The Holy Spirit fulfilling what God says back in Genesis. God is blessing humanity, all the earth. Christ died for the world. He became a propitiation for the whole world. The Apostle John says, not for us only, but for everyone. God did not select some people to die for. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him. Christ died for the world, not just for some. For the whole world. That's why God says, the earth, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Not some, but all. And it took the Holy Spirit, the incarnation. And now, the identification, here is Messiah. The Holy Spirit led him in the wilderness to be tempted. In Luke chapter 4, verses 1 to 2, 
Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing. And afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness to be tempted. Why? Why would the Holy Spirit lead Jesus to be tempted? Why did that happen? I remember he came in our form. He had to, because we are the ones with the problem. The first Adam disobeyed God. And we died spiritually. And eventually Adam died physically. And God in his mercy, God who is both sovereign and he loves his creation, initiates a plan of redemption. And here he says to Abraham, I want to bless the entire earth. And he sends his spirit to form in Mary the incarnation, the Son of God, one without sin. And then the spirit led him into the wilderness to be tempted. Why? Because we are tempted. We are all tempted. And when we are tempted, we do sin at times. Someone had to come on this earth to face the very same temptation that we face and not sin. Someone had to do it. So in Hebrews chapter 4, And verses 15, it says, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin, because he is the Son of God. What a glorious moment every temptation that the devil can bring against us Jesus faced it and yet without sin that's the only way he can represent us before the father he could not leave any one of those temptations out he had to face every temptation And since he is the son of God, without sin, he won that victory for us. What Adam could not do, Jesus did. Second Adam. Why today should I not be thankful? Be thankful for the fact that he came. In my form, in your form, in our form. Be thankful that the Holy Spirit brought about the incarnation. Be thankful that the Holy Spirit identified him as Messiah. 
be thankful that the eternal spirit, the Holy Spirit, led him to be tempted. Yet without sin. Be thankful that he is now representing us before the Father in heaven. He earned that right to represent us before the Father because he humbled himself even to the point of death, the death on the cross. Be thankful that we can come to the Father in the name of Jesus. We are coming on the basis of his finished work. When we share the gospel message with people, when we tell people that God loves them, like yesterday when we went out evangelizing, and they were, they, we spoke with people from different countries. There were folks that we spoke with from Bangladesh, Pakistan, India, other places. And they listened. They weren't listening to a religion. They were listening to this fact that God loves us. And we all have a sin problem. In order for God to solve it, all the families of the earth to be blessed, God himself had to come in our form, the incarnation by the Holy Spirit. God himself had to be identified that, yes, indeed, this is the Christ by the Holy Spirit. God himself in human form had to be led into the wilderness and be tempted by Satan himself with every possible temptation that we face and yet without sin. They heard that gospel message. That's what the, that is what the gospel message is about. It's a gospel about Jesus. The good news about Jesus. And when they heard it, that's the only way that when someone hears it, and the Holy Spirit, who brought about the incarnation, the Holy Spirit, who came as a dove and identified that Jesus is Messiah, the Holy Spirit who led him into the wilderness. The Holy Spirit takes the word of God when we speak it and speak it into people's hearts. And at that moment, they have a choice to make because the love of God is being revealed in their inner being. Saints, when we, when we go out witnessing as we always do, We go knowing this. It's not that we are after people. It's that God is after us. God is after humanity. For God said to Abraham, said to Abraham, I'm going to bless the whole earth, all the families. 1 John chapter 2 and verses 2. Thank God for this. It's not about us only. This salvation we have is not, was not meant for us only. It was not meant for a chosen few. First John chapter 2, 
and verses 2. Let's read it together. And he himself is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only. Stop there. It's not for us only. It's not a chosen few. God says, I'll bless the whole family of the earth. All. For God so loved the world. When Jesus was tempted and yet without sin, it's for everyone. Let's read on. But also for the whole world. And knowing that, that's why we go out. That's why when we come in contact with someone and they say, well, as yesterday, and says, well, I am from Bangladesh and I am of Islamic faith, we love them all the same. But we knowing this, that Jesus went to the cross and paid that price, that's that propitiation for the whole world. And he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Yesterday I spoke with a man and he says, well, he says, I'm from Bangladesh and I have taken the Islamic faith and studied it. And I have taken Christianity and I have studied it. And I came to the conclusion that the Islamic faith is more superior. I said, thank you for studying the Christian faith. Now, what I'm presenting to you is not which religion is more superior. Jesus is God, and he loves you. And he is the way, the truth, and the life. He loves you. He came in this world, and he died for you. That man looked at me and he took the material I gave him. Thank you, sir. God is doing his work. God was after him when God says to Abraham, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. When God said that to Abraham, God was after him. When the incarnation took place, God was after him. When Jesus was identified as Messiah, God was after him. When he was tempted and yet without sin, God. Are you following me? We live to tell others. Why? Because God wants his world to know that he is the Savior. And you will find saints. You will find us. Make no mistake. The devil likes to distract God's children. In our lives, we will only and only possibly experience our purpose for our existence and our sense of fulfillment when we come in agreement with God 
and we ask the Holy Spirit to use us for the time that God gave us to breathe, knowing that Christ and he himself is the propitiation for our sin and not for ours only, but for the whole world. Fifty years ago, the Lord Jesus brought me to himself. More than 50 years ago. And I'm so thankful that he did that. Why can I, should I now not tell others? That was all on the basis of his mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for speaking to Abraham. Thank you, God, for saying, indeed, your covenant, that you will bless all the families of the earth. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the incarnation. God came in all form and yet without sin. Thank you, Jesus, the Son of God. Tempted with every possible way that we can be tempted, and yet without sin. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. And for those who are listening at this moment, you put your faith in Jesus. As Christians, we never proclaim a religion. We proclaim a person. Jesus, who was formed in Mary. He is the Christ, Son of God. Trust him today. Put your faith in him as your Lord and Savior. Would you understand it, listening to my voice? No. That's why God says, with God, nothing shall be impossible. Because God knows we can't comprehend it. It's beyond us. We look at it and it's impossible. But God is the one who did it. And he loves you and he did it for you. That warmth you may be feeling in your spirit right now is the love of Jesus. It is because you are hearing this gospel message. And the spirit of God who brought about the incarnation is speaking into your spirit right now. And Jesus is saying to you, come to him. And believe in him as your Lord and Savior. Receive him as your Savior. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. And we all say, Amen. Oh